Welcome everyone to Gavin with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show, Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols, and I am also a big fan of the internet cooking show, Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are. Episode 203. This is a fraud! We tried this once already. Everything's a lie. How are you, Johnny? Pretty good. Dear listener, that was the second time we tried the intro because we went to Joe's bachelor party this weekend and we are struggling. We are not here mentally. Uh, Johnny, I'm glad I'm not the only one who doesn't look great, doesn't feel great. Uh, just, I'm, I feel tired. I'm just tired. Are you saying that I don't look great? I've seen you look better. That's what I'm saying to I you. just and showered. I'm saying That's it about, what's I'm happening. Saying it I'm going to fix my hair right now. And you know what? To the listener, I look perfect. How dare you? <laughs> How are you feeling? I feel okay. Uh, uh, as stated, we went to our guest's bachelor party this weekend. Today is Monday. Uh, first off, we're sorry to record the last few weeks. Uh, our guest forgot his equipment, and then before that, we had all kinds of things going on. But we're here today, and this episode's going to be worth the last three. For sure. It definitely is. Um, should I bring in our guest? Yeah, bring in our guest. Uh, speaking of bachelor parties, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strix. I ran two marathons this morning. You guys are fools. Weak. <laughs> Sad. <laughs> Exclamation point. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I feel like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, I've... I've felt worse from batch, other bachelor parties. I've never been more tired. I I'm am so tired. Exhausted. Yeah, okay. I, in the grand scheme of things, we didn't do anything too, too insane. It's just that we're old men and tired all the time now. It's We Correct. did. We had essentially, we had a bachelor party that was just a hang. It was an extended 72-hour hang. <laughs> and it was great. It really it was. Perfect. was. Uh, which it was is, exactly what I wanted, and it was awesome. Same. It was perfect, and uh, I did not sleep enough or eat well enough. To to out to counterbalance the drinking that took place, and then also a day's worth of travel, uh, has me feeling like I could eat an entire Entenmann's uh, raspberry Danish. If I'm being honest, wow! Tied into the episode theme, what are you, a professional? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is an amateur podcast, technically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, we could still play in the Olympics of podcasts. <laughs> If the rules were like they were in the 1940s. How were your weekends, boys? <laughs> oh, pretty good. We went golfing. I went to a football game. I did all kinds of stuff. You were there. You remember, listener. <laughs> no, no, no. To put on the... Hey, you're right. Never mind. I was going to try and do a bit. Johnny's... No, Johnny's... Johnny's... Mine was very similar to Johnny's, except Johnny's was much better in one crucial way in that he did not have to share a bed with another 34-year-old man <laughs> like I did. I don't and know how I got that so lucky. I was the only one of the bachelor party who got my own bed, and boy, was I stoked. Yeah. <laughs> it, it it wound up that that was the case. I uh, slept with my brother, and then we uh, happened to also be in the same bed while we were doing that. Uh, <laughs> boo. 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 <laughs> the, boo. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. I don't like any of the bits either, but we got to try, okay? We got to do them. We got to try. They're we took off two weeks. Had. Um. We'll do one more piece of bachelor party information. Oh, boy. There's a car going, being alarmed outside. <laughs> yeah. It <sighs> uh, doesn't matter what I was about to say. Who wants to die? Well, you said one more piece of bachelor party information. I'm dying oh, to yeah. know which piece you, you had selected. <laughs> okay. I was just going to say real quick, um, 
by a show of hands in the group, who didn't kick a hole in the wall? <laughs> Me. I Dylan. didn't kick a hole in the wall. Oh, nobody kicked a hole in the wall. Tight. Uh, uh, but you- <laughs> I was there when Jordan Scott Huggins kicked a hole in the wall. That's Keep what I wanted. Going. That's all I needed to get on the air. <laughs> Friend of the Wait, pod. I heard it was someone else. It's a bit. It was someone oh, else. We were we were we were collectively we were collective yeah. See, Joe, it's it's called a comedy bit. Uh it's where you say something that isn't true for comedic effect. I Joe, told what was you, nice I'm though, bad at them even when I'm not tired. <laughs> what was nice though, Joe, is you got to play the part of our listener who didn't know that inside joke either that James tried to do on our podcast. <laughs> Oh man! Did you guys have any? Uh, not that there were too many, but any food highlights from the weekend? We ate so terribly. Uh, <laughs> we did eat really badly. I ate, uh, I was just consuming food constantly through the entire weekend. We had some very lovely uh, Detroit style pizza. It was the first time I had had that style of pizza in Michigan. I think I've had imitations, but I haven't had what would be considered authentic Detroit style, and yeah. it was good. It was very very good. And we got and everybody got their own and man did it hit the spot. That was one of the that was a, that was a highlight for me was was buying more than the correct amount of pizza. And yes. really, it, it had, was there yeah. for the whole weekend. There was if pizza I had to be had for two again, straight days. Exactly, I would add honestly another five pies. But we ate <laughs> hot dogs. We ate pizza. We had Frida Bedidos. We didn't even oh, think about yeah. a vegetable. The aforementioned on this podcast, Frida Bedidos, with its delicious chorizo burgers. Folks, if you're in Ann Arbor and looking for a chorizo burger, might I suggest Frida Bedidos? It, it was lived very good. I've never it had a very, chorizo very burger before, and it was delightful. Hell yeah. Great way to kick things off. Uh, what else do we talk about now? Now that, now that we're <laughs> done with me. <laughs> now that we're done with food. When I got home, my girlfriend, very graciously, she baked focaccia, which was delicious. Oh, wow. So I had some nice focaccia waiting for me. Well, uh, I um, I had a similar experience where my wife picked me up and drove me to Wingstop, where I had wings and ate them <laughs> when I got home. So you just said, hey, I've been punishing my body all weekend. Let's continue. Listen, you're already in hell. You yeah. can't go any deeper. Just just keep just keep the party rolling my, is what happened. Mine was similar in that uh, after, uh, you know, basically kickboxing for three months straight, uh, I didn't do any of that for a week, ate myself into oblivion, and then when I got back, my lovely betrothed uh, had bagels and brownies. So I'm feeling like I've regressed, <laughs> like 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 the reverse of a flowers for Algernon kind of thing. I feel I, I feel <laughs> like body bagels stupid. for Joey. Yeah. <laughs> Well, my thinking right now is like, it's September. I'll try again in January. But until then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's see. It's what, September? I mean, uh, you know, happy belated 9-11 to all celebrate. Uh, It's essentially Christmas already. You might as well just like power through the holidays. I Yeah, all three of us flew on 9-11, which was thrilling. (laughs) We did. Uh, We made it. Can I be honest Um, with you? No one mentioned it at the airport. Like TSA, the pilot, no one. Yeah, I would have enjoyed. I was hoping for a little something. I w- what was what was interesting to me was because I normally uh, I like to watch uh, some sort of, especially from Detroit to New York. I like to watch a short little movie. Got about halfway through Mission Impossible, and I was like, "This is not gonna, this is not doing it for me." I am falling asleep, so I put on football instead. 
Uh, and then I at that, at that moment, I noticed that other people around me were just watching the news and were just watching 9-11 footage while we're on a plane on 9-11. Oh, it was a very Christ. weird turducken kind of a situation. Anyway. Tell, uh, I would love to know how that's like turducken. Because it's like a hat on a hat. It's like we're in 9-11, on 9-11. What are you watching, watching 9-11? watching a plane while in a plane. Yeah. Okay. I, all right. I get it now. <laughs> in 9-11, on 9-11, watching 9-11. Turkey, duck, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's how, Johnny. Anyway, back to you. All right. Um, let's talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp. Have you seen either of those movies? I saw... <laughs> Um, I've seen both. I enjoyed both. I don't remember the second one as much as I, as yeah, as much as I remember and love the first one. Yeah. Um, but I will watch anything that Paul Rudd is in. Um, and I remember, yeah, they're great. I'm sure. The, the second one is like, they lose the thread a little bit, but it's still paul rudd and it also is largely a vehicle for michael Payne to to be awesome so um the the rest can kind of you know each yeah the first one the first one for sure michael pena steals the show and then they were like oh we need to give him more and they do but i don't think they overdo it but definitely um yeah he's he's a treasure it's great uh i think again as i feel like we've talked about this in a couple recent like marvel-y type discussions I, i i have like I've, I'm keeping it more at arm's length with anything new that comes out, and that's been very nice to just like not give too much of a shit. Because this, I remember this coming out at a time when I was very actively uh, seeking out more about them, and I'm just like, all right, if it's good, I'll say it. Like this one was just, this one I felt like was the tip, one of the tipping points of like these aren't all gonna be awesome, and I can uh, kind of separate a little bit. Wow, it's nice that these uh, mark growth and maturity in your life. Yes, I'm taller uh, I, and stronger as well. I think I've seen like 50% of the Marvel superhero movies. Uh, this, These are two gaps. I haven't seen either of the Ant-Man movies. Okay. I would recommend uh, them. I think you'd enjoy Brian, them. From what I understand, he's quite large and quite small at the same time. <laughs> In a way, it's a lot about the duality of man, Johnny. Ooh. What, 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 like could, what could be more uh, different than an ant and a man? Uh, mentally, a lot to go through to kind of be both those things at once. Uh, what I do know is that raspberry danishes are delicious. And Babish says at the start of the episode that he this is just an excuse to make raspberry danish. So I think he just found a piece of content that had danish in it. Uh, I think that's fair. I think, a, I think a danish is delightful. Sometimes they can be too much cheese for me. But if the ratios are right, I think they're fantastic. I Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Jimmy. Nothing. I, I was going to say, maybe not in a shock to you guys, I have never had a Danish. Really? Never that never is kind of shocking. Never in my life have I ever had a Danish. Why? What about at like? Um, I mean, obviously the answer is no. But like at a at a continental breakfast, never popped a little Danish. No, it, the something about the fruit um, always oh, right. kind of turned me off to them. There was always like something anywhere that a Danish is available. So are more delicious. Uh, in 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 my previous mind, I'm, I say this, yeah. say all this. Any anytime Danish have been available, more delicious pastries have been available. But I don't know if it's because I'm hungry after eating like dog shit for a week. 
when he brought that Entenmann's box out, yeah, nothing has ever looked more delicious to me than <laughs> that Danish. And I immediately, I'm going to the store to yeah. go food shopping here. I might get an Entenmann's Danish. I think that's a big, that unbelievable. I think that's a big problem to go to the store and I, after watching this. Yeah. Do you, it, feel, it do you have a do you have a favorite Entenmann's product? Ooh. Oh, the um, yes. Uh, it's the uh, the 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 crumb the uh, coffee cake crumbly the the, co- um, the crumb cake yeah coffee cake yes the crumb cake Entenmann's Entenmann's crumb slash coffee cake is divine. I'm also I'm looking throw... at their website right now. There they have so many varieties of things. It's crazy. The Entenmann lineup is vast. Yes. Yeah, I'm I'm pulling it up too because I that's I'm like I know there's things I've forgotten. Well, now I gotta look at their delicious products. Yeah, you gotta it's go to the Entenmann's website. Um, um, I think my answer is gonna be the little itty bitty. Chocolate chip cookies—they're so good. Those are tremendous. Oh, see, I was raised—I was raised on Fryhoffer's little itty bitty chocolate chip cookies. So Entenmann's never really hit the same level for me that Fryhoffer's did. I've never even heard of Fryhoffer's. They are—they are a northeast regional type um, of tiny little cookie. Oh wow! Oh, I I'm gonna have, yeah. I'm gonna have to get these tiny little cookies. They're, they're like an Entenmann's competitor. Entenmann's, just as I'm going through the site, uh, a tremendous donut offering to start with. Um, their yellow cake chocolate frosted donuts are a top tier move for me. Uh, the crumb cake is probably number one with a bullet. Um, yeah, it's definitely the crumb cake. But they... Entenmann's is like to me the quintessential. Uh, this is what science and manufacturing does at its best sure uh yeah it really is not cancer medicine not no this is processed food at its finest this is scientifically oh no it truly is is like they're like brain hacks they're like designed to hit the point of in the of like the lizard brain that's like you need this to survive and you're yeah. going to eat all of it because it, it provides you the sugar and the fat and everything that you need. And you're going to eat all of it. It's they have a like chocolate. Be... Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Johnny. You ever put on a VR headset and like have them do like, like have be on a fake roller coaster. Like, you yes. know, you're not on a roller coaster, but you're still getting the same sensations yeah. and mm-hmm. somehow it's better. Yeah. The analogy breakdowns at the end because it's not actually better, but that's what an Entenmann's is. It's, <laughs> it's so it, all of the other, I f- in my mind, all of the other, like, cheap processed pastries want what Entenmann's has. Like, I love Little Debbie. I love Hostess. I feel like they're both gunning for Entenmann's. You know what I mean? I love that you said it as, like, what Entenmann's has. Like, Little Debbie's in an abusive relationship looking out at Entenmann's and the delightful Mr. Entenmann's and their loving marriage. I think they are. Entenmann's has black and white cookies. That's a win. Yeah, that's pretty solid. I will say my, my number two for Entenmann's is the cinnamon swirl buns. Um, they are the, one they of are the fattest tier. things... That, I've ever done in my entire life is eating an entire box of those in one sitting. That's rough. <laughs> how old were you? It was this over the weekend? Oh, oh <laughs> no. I was like, dude, I was like, he's like, I don't know how old was tw- I? At your I was like, party. I was like 26. Like it was way oh. too late. It was oh. way too late. Woof. <laughs> that is oh, rough. Man. Cause it was, the, it was the classic, like, I had four, and then I was like, well, there's only two left. I'm, yeah. I'm going to get into this. <laughs> yeah, uh, this bad. episode is quite long, and the bulk of the episode is Babish making a laminated dough, which, James, your thoughts? Uh, truly hated it. Um, <laughs> he did make up for it by blowing my mind with that one little dough twist at the end. That truly, 
I you made it I all think worth you it. guys thought I was I thought I think you thought I was doing a bit. I was not. I it truly the simplicity of that little thing to make it what looked like a complicated thing. It was yeah. awesome. I was like, "Wow, that was great." So um, Babish, he goes through a progression. He starts making a laminated dough, then he makes a cheese filling, and then he just uses store-bought jam, and he tries to make one that looks like Entenmann's. And then at the end of the episode, he does little mini like uh, single-serving pastries. And this is what Jimmy is referring to. One of them was so simple and so beautiful, and James lost his mind. It really, I mean, it really was awesome, and I, I wanted to eat it, and I, it looked great. It was crazy. All because he did was, I think, cut the corners and like fold up and twist, and it made it. Makes it like great. that. What's that dish that's like bread with egg in the middle? Oh, you know it's I mean? like, uh, yeah, it's like souvlaki or something like that, but it's not that. Um, uh, but, oh, what's it called? But like Danishes, while you're figuring that out, uh, th- like. There's there roll there are a couple different designs. There's like a pinwheel version. There's one that just looks like it's a, like a hot dog almost or like a croissant. And then there was yeah like the the super twisty Smaro Stromboli one. Uh, it's cool. I, I oh here they are. There's the coil, the fold over. The coil is you know like a pinwheel or a circular. Um, there's the fold over, which is like the simple one there. You just like flap it on itself. The kite, which is the one that we're referring to, the, the shape that you like, Jamie. Mm-hmm. A square, which is just all four corners folded around. The pinwheel we talked about. And then the braid. I'm going to say that uh, the pinwheel is the worst because you're losing the most amount of filling. It's the it's one of the more interesting looking, but for your your bang for your buck is not there. Uh, I found the thing that you're looking for. It's actually called a hot pocket. <laughs> and, no, it's a, a Turkish Turkish cheese pide. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but p i d e. I believe Johnny. I believe over there they call it crisps. Oh right, it's a crisp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the one that I uh, when I was in London? I, oh yeah, I found out that they call it candy floss instead of cotton candy. That's one of the ones they get real wrong. Atrocious. You know, you know when you go to floss your teeth and uh, you just stuff a bunch of cotton balls in your mouth and then that, <laughs> that cleans your gums. Hey, I got something stuck in my teeth. You're trying to put in a cotton ball in there. <laughs> or oh, it's like, you know, when you're eating candy and you're like, I wish this would, I wish this was more of a rope, like a like a sort of a string almost. <laughs> and um, nerds are okay. like, we got you covered. So a laminated dough is one of the things that I don't think I'll ever try to make at home. I just can't imagine <laughs> ever doing it. It seems so needlessly tiring and time-consuming and awful. Especially because like they have machines that will do that for you. Just color it in a, like a nice thin sheen of uh, shiny plastic, Joe? and then you're fine. It'll protect you. Joe Strix. Yes. yes. <laughs> you? How dare you? <laughs> Um, so the first one he makes is like le- look, trying to look like the Entenmann's, and he moves on pretty quickly. He does a braided version that I found pretty interesting. I thought it looked like a uh, Stromboli from uh, – well, it looked like all Strombolis, but it looked particularly <laughs> like the <laughs> Stromboli for, like, from Sabaro that I had multiple times a week in college. Uh, I, love, I love all the little layers that we peel back about our respective college eating habits. That makes it, that's very fun for me. Yeah, uh, I don't know what I was doing. Yeah, I – 
Well, now I just want to talk about Stromboli. Let's have some. Anyway, back to you, Johnny. Can you imagine if as like a 20-year-old I had eaten healthy, like what my 20-year-old metabolism would have done and just been like, oh, we're so strong. But instead, I punished it every day. <laughs> Truly was making my body earn everything yeah, that it could who, do. Who are you talking to, Johnny? <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, listen. Whatever your thing is, I don't think it was eat six Entenmann's cinnamon buns in one sitting. <laughs> I got a uh, a Cinnabon every day my first two weeks of college on the way to class. I got a full-size Cinnabon. Cinnabon? Like from yeah. Cinnabon? Yeah, there was that, a Cinnabon on campus, and I thought that was the coolest thing that had ever happened. Whoa. It was on the way to my first class. So yeah. I'm like, well, let's just do this. Yeah. I used, to, I used to treat myself every Wednesday to a Cinnabon before my – I had an early class, and then between my early class and my slightly later class, I would go and eat an entire Cinnabon. Yeah. It's I live the best. I live God. too close to a Wendy's and a uh, a Panda Express, both of which. So I, I I did at least I did more than one bang bang of those. Where I was like, well, I want nuggies, a junior, and fries, and I'm also gonna want orange or chicken. chicken. Yeah, so I'm just gonna and do who that. Who am I to not deny myself? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm young and will never die. Yeah, I am but a humble servant of the Lord. Retur- returning and to the land where I matriculated through college was definitely not helpful for, for my mental, like, my capacity to not overeat. Where I was like, that's all I did when I was here. Why can't I still do it? We um we had a great time, and we I feel like we used the Airbnb well for, like, its location, and it was a great place to hang out in the backyard and played long games. Uh, when I came home and my girlfriend asked me, how was Ann Arbor? I'm like, you know what? I didn't see much of it, if I'm being honest. <laughs> no. No, we we really were like in end. Ann Arbor for maybe forty-five minutes. Mm-hmm. We were there no. for dinner, and then, and then we, went we to walked a bar afterwards. Oh, so okay, an hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah, <laughs> in Ann Arbor proper. Um, Danishes have many shapes. <laughs> yes, and they're all fun. And I don't have much more to say about it. Do I, Danishes always come with cheese? No. So it's a it's a great question, Jimmy. And this is off the top of my head. Uh, a Danish pastry is just it's just yeast, leaven, dough, uh, wheat, flour, milk, <laughs> egg, sugar, uh, large amounts of butter or margarine, uh, and the yeasted dough is sort of rolled out thinly, covered with thin slices of butter between layers of dough, usually creating roughly twenty seven layers. He went off the beaten path, made fifty four layers in this one. Yeah, you can if really fill it with a multitude of things. Johnny, I'm, I'm almost done reciting. I'm sorry, I'm, you're, you're not done. <laughs> if necessary, the dough is chilled between <laughs> foldings to ease handling, but the process of rolling, buttering, folding, and chilling is repeated multiple times to create a multi-layered dough that becomes airy and crispy on the outside, but also rich and buttery. Uh, it's the butter, obviously, is the traditional fat used in Danish pastries, but in industrial production, less expensive fats are used, like hydrogenated sunflower oil. The point is, yeah, there's usually cheese and fruit. Um, while you did that, I was chatting with an Entenmann specialist <laughs> about uh, what is a... Uh, and Entenmann's has nine different versions of Danishes, which goes to show that the authenticity is there. Uh, yeah, it can be fruit, it can be fruit and cheese, it can be just cheese. You can really do all kinds of stuff. Did you know that the... Got or- it. Oh, sorry. The I just said got it. <laughs> oh, the origin of the Danish pastry is often ascribed to a strike amongst bakery workers in Denmark in 1850. I did know that. <laughs> so it's yeah, everyone everyone knows that. What did you guys learn in third grade? That. I yeah. guess. So the strike meant that the bakery owners would hire workers from abroad, most mostly at the time Aust- Austrian bakers who brought new traditions and recipes. The Austrian pastry of 
Plume Dierge back. Uh, soon became popular in Denmark. The point is, I just wanted to say Plume Dierge back. You did a great job with it. <laughs> uh, uh, any other thoughts on the app or any other Danish thoughts? Um. I think I'm gonna be getting into Danish. I think that's gonna be my new my new thing. I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna go. I'm a, I'm. You guys are seeing me at the beginning of my journey, and in, like Samwise Gamgee, if I take one more bite of Danish, this will be the most <laughs> bites of Danish I've ever taken in my entire life. So that, that's where I'm at, and I'm honest. I'm pretty excited about it. I'm Should we kick excited. off our next pizza Sunday with a Danish to start the day? I couldn't think um, of a better way to start it out. There could not could be. be down. There could I, not be I a don't grosser know way to I, start. Yeah, I don't know if I physically. I don't know if my digestive system can physically handle that though. Oh, Jimmy, uh, so, I can answer that for you. It cannot. <laughs> yeah, I. I might have to abstain from the Danish on Pizza Sunday, but uh, <coughs> we will see. We will definitely see. All right, we'll, we'll mark it as a strong maybe. Um, <laughs> would you guys like to correspond with the coward in the meantime? Oh yeah, let's do I it. I sure would. All right. This comes to us. Uh, so our last pod email came from uh, our buddy Ian. Um, this next one uh, comes to us from our uh, our pal Tucker, uh, who you might remember as us uh, thinking that from maybe... his book about beer in hell. <laughs> Johnny, I think you made that the last time we talked about Tucker. No, did I? But oh, I only have four <laughs> jokes. We posited that because Ian has also been doing like a hard listen through of all 200 apps that and tucker is doing similar we thought maybe they're buds tucker writes who's ian now <laughs> uh he says well i actually did it i've gone from episode uh, 75 to 200 already what a ride what a ride i do in fact have an iphone a very nice 13 pro got that expensive john type of phone or does he use a pixel tucker john doesn't use a phone he has uh, servants who sort of relay messages to all of his uh underlings yeah, yeah, yeah. Technology is for the poor. I have people for that. Yeah. And that's Johnny has that tattooed on his back and forearm. It's on in, his family crest. In reference to my previous email, you asked all cowards straight in about uh, if and where they had tattoos after talking about Andrew's progressively growing sleeves. And the money uh, was a super long running bit where you would say how much John made and bleep it out. Uh, I very much enjoyed hearing oh, I my still hero. That. Mr. Joe Strix, read my time capsule and wanted to expound on another bit I missed between 75 and 200. My ideal meal would be a sparkling water and uh, the app would be Texas Roadhouse rolls and that good cinnamon butter. Joe knows who I'm talking about if he's been to the South. Oh, yeah. I think we've all yeah. been to the South. Oh, yeah. We all know what you're talking also, about and that's a, that's a great choice. Texas Roadhouse, not just in the South anymore. Yeah, it was in Michigan. We passed one in Michigan. We actually talked yeah. about the butter this weekend. <laughs> I had it. I had it in college in Pennsylvania. So yeah, it's around. And and when they are when they exist in other places, it's uh, it's tradition to call them that state's roadhouse. Right. So Michigan roadhouse is, is what we passed. In a Pennsylvania mm-hmm. roadhouse, etc. Mm-hmm. Uh, I so sparkling water, Texas roadhouse rolls. Three pounds. Uh, I'd follow that with three pounds of pork ribs, which I could comfortably eat since I had two pounds and a serving of barbecue for my birthday meal a month ago. Holy shit! It's mostly bone. That's good. That's yeah. a good. That's a good amount. Did I, did I remember? Were we saying this was like a you're on death row meal, or is this just a meal? Remember, this was like our ideal meal. That was like, what's to drink? But, what's your app? What's your 
uh, main, what's your side, what's your dessert. Right, but I can't remember. Beverage. I can't remember if we were saying, and then you die right afterwards, or if you need to keep going on living. Johnny, I treat every meal as if I'm about to die right afterwards. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, so. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Stupid question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Tucker's side would be crispy bacon and Brussels sprouts. Dessert, I would go with a platter of grandma made red velvet cupcakes and tr- cream cheese icing. Now, before we go into the rest of Tucker's email, what if they're made by a non-grandma? Uh, that's important for me to know. Also, who's grandma? Yeah. Is it your book, grandma, Tucker? Because yeah. if it's my grandma, she's dead, and those are going to be pretty fucking gross. Yeah, because they're just going <laughs> to sit there and not get made at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're yeah, going to yeah. have a bunch of eggs and flour. As you know, Egg. ghosts make terrible cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'll be honest, uh, Tucker, you had me up until the dessert. I don't buy into the red velvet hype. I'll eat it, but it is bottom tier for me. I also recently have come to the conclusion that cupcakes are fine, but I would never go out of my way for a cupcake. I um, love a cupcake. They're just always overdone for me, and they need to have less. I like similar similar to cakes. They need to have less icing. But I will crush a few do, cupcakes if given the opportunity. Do you ever do the thing where you pull the bottom off and stick it on the top and make you a like little sandwich? sandwich? Yeah, I do I like do not, that. I do not I enjoy know that. that because I don't because I have respect for myself, as evidenced by me having Wingstop last night at eight p.m. Six yeah, I was about to say, first rolls. of all, I have so many pieces of evidence on this podcast that you do not respect yourself <laughs> like a lot <laughs> like like Johnny, i have a line okay <laughs> and it's having fun with your food that's delicious um I, what his his app though was bread didn't we have a bread or chips and salsa part of it i believe it mm. was yes so that's what it is because then and his did son. he have an app Besides bread, the side was um, no. We had a side. No, no, but we also had an app. He's missing one. Guys, he's saying he was doing bread with the with the Texas Roadhouse butter. Right, but we gave you a spot just for bread, so he could have used that for bread. He's missing. Tucker, this is an incomplete submission and thus invalid. (laughs) You will not get credits. You will not get ACTs. You will not be able to apply to colleges. Unless he's saying he wants his appetizer to just be the butter, in which case you are in Joe territory. Uh, in which case you are among, you know, the hallowed halls. Uh, <laughs> you're, you are awaited uh, to uh, dine quick, with the kings of our fathers. Sidebar, at the bachelor party this weekend, I asked Joe's brother, who was there, if he remembered Joe eating the butter out of the fridge. He didn't have any distinct memory of it happening, but he was not... He said it fit within like the aura of who he oh, was yeah. as a person. I wasn't doing it in front of people. That's part of my <laughs> long history of secret eating. <laughs> That's right. That makes sense. Uh, uh, anyway, Tucker continues. I found the pod before watching the YouTube show because I got really into podcasts in the pandemic and ran through about four other podcasts in their entirety over the past two years since I had long walks from the freshman dorms to classes at college. Now, Tucker, I don't want you to give anything away about, uh, you know, your identity and anything more than you need to. But please send us where you went to school, what dorm you stayed in, and who your roommate was. Thank you. Now, uh, the other inferior pods, which shall not be named, also have comedians who talk about food, which is just about the only niche genre I listen to. There's other people who do this? Name names. Name names. Yeah, that can't possibly be true. Call them out. Uh, I spent about an hour searching through Apple Podcasts, typing in keywords like food and comedy and cooking, and kept coming up short until I finally found your pod and salvation. Tucker, we gotta talk about your priorities. (laughs) (laughs) 
It's also oh. really good that it that it took that much work for him to find our podcast. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> definitely, definitely a good sign. Good for our SEO. <laughs> yeah. Our SE is definitely O. Uh, I actually waited to start watching Babish till episode 15, since you did so well pulling in the audio and describing what he was doing. But since then, I've listened to the pod and then watched the corresponding show. Sad I won't be able to do that anymore if I keep on watching Babish consistently, but maybe then I'll be adhering to the premise of the show anyway that I've watched and then listened to you. You'll always be the OGs in my heart. Sincerely, your collegiate coward, Tucker W. P.S. Joe, you owe me a slide whistle or a kazoo. It's been way too long. Tucker! (laughs) (laughs) Bitch! (laughs) That's right, you stupid Uh, bitch. Joe, did you you, you pre-read that email, or did you just have that on your desk? Buddy, you know it's the second one. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I know it's a work from home, but I still bring uh, in-office trinkets <laughs> to the desk. Tucker, thank you for your uh, email. Thank yeah, you, Tucker. Yeah, that was really great. You're a fucking coward. And, and I'm sorry uh, that I don't play the clips uh, anymore. Uh, it was more work while editing. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know. If you like the podcast, uh, please like and subscribe. Give us those five-star reviews. Uh, if you want to follow us for more content, uh, we are at Gambit Babish on Twitter. We're Gambit with Babish on Instagram. Um, and if you want to be like Tucker and send uh, anything to us, truly anything, it can be whatever you want it to be at this point, uh, send that to GambitWithBabish.com. You fucking cowards. All right, Bob. Goodbye. Goodbye.